0: mindfulness mode 153.
1: Try to find what you need to make you mindful and help you start reaching your goals by solving the root of your issues. Hey,
0: Mindful Tribe. Thanks for joining again today. Last time I talked with Jean Caton. She's an experienced executive from corporate America. She's worked in New York City for many years. Now she's a women's business coach, especially teaching how to build the confidence muscle in women involved in STEM related careers, meaning science, technology, engineering, and math. If you haven't heard Jean's episode, I think you'll be really happy if you go back to number 152 and check it out. Today, I talk with Diane Daniels. I find Diane has incredible positive energy, positive vibes. Diane works in the field of healthcare and she has a fascinating podcast called Medicare Nation. Today, Diane is going to be talking mostly about her weight loss journey and how she uses mindfulness and group support to help her get back into healthy eating and to lose weight. Now on a side note, Diane was responsible in offering me the opportunity to speak in February at PodFest. It was in Tampa, Florida. I was speaking about podcast show notes and I had the opportunity to meet so many other speakers and experts in the field of podcasting. Well, Last time I mentioned Mindful Tribe that I'm working on an anti-anxiety training program and I'm planning to call it Dissolve Your Anxiety. And I said, I'm looking for some testers to help me with the beta launch. So some of you have already come forward, that's great. I just, I need a limited number, but I have room for a couple more. Email me if you're interested at bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy Diane Daniels. She's a lot of fun. She's got so many value bombs. I think you're going to enjoy it. So here goes. Reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness on Mindfulness Mode with me, your host and Mindfulness Life Coach, Bruce Langford. Okay, Mindful Tribe, let's get started. I am really excited to have Diane Daniels on the line today. Hey, Diane, are you in Mindfulness Mode?
1: I am Bruce. How can I not be? As soon as I hear you, I'm in my fullest <laughs> mode. You're the trigger. Well,
0: Diane, like I was just saying, man, you have just nailed it in so many ways. And and now you have a podcast called Weight Loss Nation. And you have that because you just made a decision to go for it and lose some weight. And this is what I want to talk to you about in part. But But first, let me just share a short bio with Mindful Tribe. Diane Daniels is a professional speaker and host of two podcasts, Weight Loss Nation and Medicare Nation. She has spoken on many radio programs, including the Senior Voice Radio Show in Tampa, the Bev Smith Radio Show, Washington, D.C., and the Financial Survival Network with Gary Lutz. This is all in the area of healthcare. Now, Diane collaborates with politicians and national associations to advocate for her clients.
1: So, Diane, what does mindfulness mean to you? I learned from the best. That means I learned from you. <laughs> so, mindfulness now means for me because I didn't know. Six months ago, I really didn't know what that meant. Yeah. But now... It means in the moment for me and things that I'm doing in the moment to be aware of what I'm doing in that moment and to enjoy it and to think about it and savor it and then move on and get right down to what it is I need to do. Wow.
0: Well, you made a decision of what you decided you need to do. How did you actually come to the place where you thought enough is enough? I'm going to lose weight. Here's what I'm going to do. How did you get to that point?
1: Well, it took my whole life to get to that point. Right? <laughs> uh, I'm in my mid-50s, so I've been one of those people that has had a weight problem my whole life, up mm-hmm. and down, yo-yo dieting. Uh, when I was younger, I was very athletic, so... Um, That wasn't an issue. But as soon as I left high school and started going to college and wasn't as active, Mm -hmm. um, I didn't change the way I ate. So I kept uh, gaining weight and then up and down with all kinds of diet and weight loss programs. And, you know, when you're on them, Bruce, they work. You know, if you if you put effort into it, anyone can use any of these diets out there and it'll work. But the problem is, is to make it. A lifestyle, yes, and then to keep the weight off as being a lifestyle. So I said, "Man, what is going on? Why can't I keep this off?" So besides that, everyone has a root issue in, in you know dealing with um, food or whatever vice you have. For me, it's always been about emotional eating and trying to figure out how to stop that with food. Uh, dealing with a certain emotion, and I'm learning that now, and I'm sure that's going to take a long time. But I said, I really need support. For me, that's the biggest thing is I love to do certain things with a team, Mm -hmm. and because when you have a team, you know, two heads are better than one. You have lots of different opinions and lots of different energy levels, and uh, my weaknesses is someone else's strengths, and we all work good together. So I said, I think that is the main component in these weight loss programs, they don't offer you the support. After you've finished that term on their program, they just, you know, congratulate you, clap, and wave to you out the door, and that's pretty much it, and expect you to be able to follow through without getting to the root of the problem. So with Weight Loss Nation, I said, all right, how can I make this Diane-proof? Meaning this will (laughs) work for me. So if it works for me, it's definitely going to be able to work for the majority of people out there. And that's what I sat down And wrote out the plan for to make sure it would work for me. And the main component I found was support and to build a team around me. So also accountability. So I have to be accountable. So putting myself out there for whoever is going to listen around the world, that's, that's putting it out there. So by doing my own journey, making myself accountable to the people, my audience, and saying, look, I'm doing it. Okay. I'm not perfect. I have, you know, bad days and things come up, but I'm staying with it. And so my accountability, uh, the support of the team around me and engaging with my audience and working together with them, offering support and them helping me. It's been wonderful. It's been an absolutely wonderful, wonderful program. I love it.
0: Great. So how did you put that team together? What's the first thing you did and how did you make it happen?
1: So I said, what would I need on this team for support? So I know that uh, I'm going to need some type of medical advice. So, uh, you know, I have my own doctor, uh, primary doctor who was all in and in, in working with me and giving me whatever support I needed. Mm-hmm. And then I took other uh, paths to see what I've never done before, but could be help for me and for my audience. So I looked at different alternative uh, methods for losing weight, like in yoga and Pilates. And I sought out people that were experts in those fields And then I also said, well, you need to have a registered dietitian because they're the one that really understand food and what it does for your body. So I knew I would need a registered dietitian. I also knew that some form of exercise is important, no matter what it is, whether it's walking or or using cardio or using weight. So again, I had to look for a certified fitness instructor and different types. And I put all of them together and then a person who can deal with the emotional aspect. So you're talking about, you know, therapists and, and trainers in that respect. So that was the team that I thought would be so important for people uh, that would at least give them resources to start. And it's definitely uh, been working for me. And we've all come together and utilizing all the resources as, as a support mechanism for myself and for everyone out in Weight Loss Nationland.
0: And so how much weight have you lost, Diane?
1: I've lost 25 pounds so far.
0: Wow, that is so great. 25 pounds. And, you know, when you think, you know, hey, I'm going to pick up this 25-pound bag of cement or whatever it is, that's a lot of weight.
1: Well, you know, people don't realize that. And I think uh, most people that are listening to your show, Bruce, might remember this when Oprah uh, was going through her battles with Mm -hmm. weight loss. And she brought all those uh, wagons of fat in, in pounds Oh, you know, remember yeah. she brought that in. I, I, and, no, I did
0: not see it. Oh, I, I'm
1: sure a lot of people can at least remember it. it was in yeah. magazines it was, if they didn't oh, see yeah. the show. And yeah. just the thought of seeing that, you know, that visual. Yes. And what I just realized, my, one of my dogs weighs 20 pounds. Wow. So when I pick him up, I'm like, man, I, this is how much a good portion of the weight I lost. Incredible. To wow. carry that around, I'm like, oh my God, that you know, to have a visual or to pick up something like you said, 25-pound bag mm-hmm. of cement, whatever it is, it really brings it home when mm-hmm. you pick it up.
0: Yeah, it really does. So what exercise are you implementing for yourself in this?
1: Uh, mainly, um, I'm walking a great deal mm-hmm. uh, because I wanted to lose 20 to 25 pounds to take the stress off my joints because my knees are really bad right. and my ankles from all the burden I've put on them all these years with the extra weight. So I wanted to lose twenty to twenty five pounds first by walking. And now I'm gonna start incorporating more cardio. Mm -hmm. So now I'm gonna be doing more uh treadmill, uh, you know, things like that, or a stepper. I don't know how well I'll do, but we'll see. I'm gonna taking it slowly. I'm doing everything as natural as it would be in my life. And uh that portion of the exercise, including now uh weights, now I'm gonna start lifting with weights. So the first Three months has been really just walking and building up my endurance, and it's been fantastic. Now I really feel lighter. I can feel the difference now. Um, my knees are great. I'm running up and down the stairs, much better. Mm-hmm. So now I'm I'm ready uh, to take you know more action and doing more cardio and adding uh, weights.
0: And so will you do that at home? Will you do it in a gym? How will you do that?
1: Um, I'm going to do both because. You know me, I've got a million things going on. Uh, So two podcasts, you know, trying to make a living and this and that and coaching, all kinds of stuff. So I'll do both. Uh, I'm hoping to get in the gym, you know, now through the month of August, one time a week just Mm -hmm. to start. Mm -hmm. And then at home, uh, I've set up a plan uh, to be doing uh, some weights at home. And uh, I also have an elliptical uh, machine at home that I'm, you know, starting and, and starting out slow and working on that.
0: Right, I see. Okay, so are you going to then use the, the assistance of a personal trainer to kind of get an actual routine in place for your cardio and your weights?
1: Well, as you know, Bruce, I have a great team on uh, yes, Weight Loss Nation, that. and my coach, uh, J.J. Flazanes, uh, on Weight Loss Nation, has tremendously uh, helped me with that. So I uh, utilize uh, J.J.'s advice uh, to be utilizing my training capacity in the, in the gym or what I'm doing at home. JJ is terrific. And oh, she, she's absolutely oh, fantastic.
0: She's just the best. She's got so many tips and ideas. And and of course, she's got lots of ideas about eating. So let's talk about that. Where did you start? Did you start by just eliminating certain foods out of your diet? Did you start by adding certain foods? What? How did you look at it at the beginning?
1: Well, again, with the team, uh, with the registered dietitian, we had uh, Annette Hottenstein, who's the food sommelier, she has her own podcast. She was the registered dietitian. And then again with uh JJ Flazaines. Uh between that was like, just stop the sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was like, no no more sweets or desserts. And then just starting by cutting out uh the white, if you think about white flour, mm-hmm. uh white bread, white potatoes. And um, spaghetti, like your pasta, just cut that out immediately, and then cut out any desserts. That's that was the initial start to do that. And of course, you know that's hard. It's not like I right. eat junk food every day or no. whatever. But I I have an Irish descent, so potatoes mm. is kind of a big uh, background for me. So yeah. to give up white potatoes, I'm like wow. So after doing that, I incorporated sweet potatoes, okay. which. I love now, I just totally love sweet potatoes. So that now has taken the place of the white potato.
0: Oh, so sweet potatoes are better for you than white potatoes.
1: Yes. Yeah. I
0: did not know that.
1: Yeah. I mean, actually, white potatoes are good for you too. But for me, you know, eliminating the white in general is very important because of the starch and carbohydrate content. So sweet potatoes uh, are lower in carbs. And of course, they have the vitamin C and the vitamin A because of that orange color. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have a lower glycemic index which means it doesn't spike your blood sugar as much okay
0: that's good to know
1: so I know listen to me I sound like I know what I'm talking about well, now right you do you do know <laughs> what you're
0: talking about I'm okay. learning I'm learning so, no sweets no desserts no pasta no breads no potatoes so other than that you you just went ahead and did you eat normally other than those things which of course I know that's kind of a crazy statement but
1: oh no, but I did you know you have to start slow and right. This is a long-term healthy lifestyle. That's the whole goal of Weight Loss Nation and for mm-hmm. myself and for every all of, when, everyone out in the audience. So you have to start somewhere. So you start slow like that because that's pretty hard if all of a sudden you're giving up bread, right? Yes. And now all of a sudden you're not even having a sandwich, which mm-hmm. it was a big component of my day. So you're you got to start slow somewhere and get used to it. Your body has to get used to it. Yeah. And as you start, you know, losing weight, I'm not giving up other things. I ate whatever meat I wanted, whatever right. vegetables I wanted, and whatever fruit I wanted. Nice. So it wasn't that I was eliminating anything else. So now my montage is if it grows out of the ground, grows on trees, mm-hmm. if it roams the earth, flies in the sky, or swims in the ocean, <laughs> alright, I, I could have it except for the white. you know. And cauliflower is a big exception. Cauliflower is a phenomenal vegetable, and I eat it a lot. It has taken actually the place of white potatoes for me, I, I mash them and eat them like mashed potatoes.
0: Okay. And yet it's way better for you. Oh yeah.
1: Way better. So, uh, it's, that's how you have, you know, you have to start somewhere. You have to figure out what is, you know, what do you crave? And when you crave something, it's not necessarily means that you need it. You know, it's what you're putting your body through and it's expecting it and it's forcing it to work harder. So for me, uh, definitely my metabolism you know, it was big about carbs and it doesn't really like carbs that much. So I had to cut that down. And I still do because there are carbohydrates in all vegetables and fruits, but those are healthier. You know, it, right. I don't eat anything processed either. Nothing in a box. I don't eat anything in a box. To me, boxes are toxic, so I don't touch that.
0: Right, right. And so so you talked about craves. Well, that's mindfulness. When you are identifying the craves, and especially when you're identifying them and thinking to yourself, no, I'm not going to eat that, but I will eat this. I will eat cauliflower instead of those potatoes I crave. That's a form of mindfulness to me.
1: Oh, I have been very mindful uh, since knowing you, Bruce, and you explained to me the five mindful S strategies. So I use that very very much just about it every day uh, The as strategies for when I'm getting ready to eat food.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that is so helpful. That's for sure. Yeah. So, so then you got to that point and then did you start to reduce meats or did you change anything about your meat, fruit and vegetables that you eat?
1: I I love meat. So I haven't, I'm not, I'm not planning on giving it up, but I have made some alterations. So, if I'm having uh, hamburgers or if I'm making chili, I use 50% very lean, high lean uh, meat, beef. Mm-hmm. And then I use 50% of ground white turkey. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've uh, cut it down 50% and put the uh, turkey in. And once you're mixing it in and you're having, you know, stuff with other stuff with it, I can't tell. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's very, very good, because I would tell you, if it was horrible, I would say it's horrible.
0: (laughs) Now, do you find that turkey makes you feel a little bit sleepy at all? I know some people have said that. What do you find? Uh,
1: No, I know because of the tryptophan, uh, which is in it, but no, I I haven't. I wish it would, because uh, (laughs) I'm not the best sleeper, so I wish. But no, I I don't have that um, issue at all. Many people might. Uh, They might be sensitive to tryptophan, and it might help them with sleeping, but I haven't. And then with uh, other meats, I'm, I eat lots of chicken. I'm surprised I'm not clucking right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I eat chicken so much because I'm I'm not the best with fish. Uh, if I'm out at a very nice restaurant, I know they have fresh fish and they have fresh catch of the day. I eat fish. I'll eat it because I trust that they'll have the fresh fish and they cook it great because I am not a good cook mm. at all. So I eat that when I go out. Uh, but at home... I'm really not good at it, so I don't eat hardly any fish except for tuna fish, uh, solid white albacore, and um, I don't eat much fish. So meat, chicken, turkey, pork, and then beef. So that's the order that I eat. Mm
0: -hmm. So, so Diane, if you're going out for maybe a day or two, you're going to a conference or an event or something, do you pack food and take it with you? What do you do in those cases?
1: Yeah, uh, and that's great because I was down at a conference in Miami, Mm-hmm. And uh, I did, I, I packed stuff, I packed fruit and I, I have to have my coffee. So everyone's got the coffee. So I have my coffee and uh, I pack fruit and I also pack uh, snacks with almonds and walnuts. So I measure it out because I, you know, I know the calories and everything and how that's affected me. And I, and I put that into individual baggies and I know uh, that I can have, you know, two of them, you know, two bags throughout the course of the day. So right. between that and my fruit. And then also at lunch, uh, all I need to do is go grab, you know, uh, roasted turkey or um, ham and I can roll it up in lettuce and I'll grab that and eat that. And that'll be like lunch. I don't eat the regular lunches that they have there. Right. You know, and that and then dinner. I know I'm having a main meal with meat, you know, as many vegetables, salads. I eat salad almost every night Mm -hmm. and uh, fruits I eat, you know, in the morning and during the day. Right. And then I don't eat eight o'clock. I'm done. I there's nothing. I don't eat anything else after eight o'clock. Nothing
0: after eight o'clock. No, right. nothing What about sunflower seeds? Do you ever eat those?
1: Yeah, uh, sunflower seeds are great. I think it's just they're annoying to me because you have to crack them open, <laughs> and I wish I was like the ball players. You see them on the TV; they suck them. My whole mouth will look yeah. like chipmunks. They could spit them out. I can't do that, you know. But so. you can
0: buy the kind that are already. Yeah,
1: you can, uh, and you they're like good those? for you. Yeah. yeah, I do, and uh, I like pumpkin seeds very much, which yeah. are actually even better.
0: I do too. I really yeah, like Yeah, Pumpkin seeds are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So wow, you've really got this down. I, and so uh, you must get feedback from your from your group about how they're doing. How are some of the people doing that follow you on your on your podcast?
1: Uh, they're doing you know, they're doing really well. And we get people from all stages. You know, people uh that are like, man, they are like they know this inside out. So they're just you know, happy to have a group that they can participate in. I mean, they're way ahead of me. So they've already lost a lot of weight and they're just happy to have like a, a team, right? People that are doing the same thing, like-mindedness to be living a healthy life. I get people that are uh, vegans or vegetarians saying same thing. And then I get people that aren't even ready. So they are not even ready, but they, they're like on, on that edge where they know they need to do something, but they don't know what to do. They're in denial. So they send me messages saying like, it was so nice to hear your honesty and what you're doing. I feel a connection. So to be able to do that for somebody, to let them know, yes, I'm doing this to help you. So, you know, do this with me. I'm here. So you can certainly join me and tell me what's going on. And if if you're having any issues, let us know and I can connect you with any of our mentors and they will help you with any issues. But just get started, you know, think about it and just say, hey, I have some issues. I might not be able to identify them, but I know I do. What do I do? You know, just take that first step because once you admit it, that's the first step of healing and the first step on your journey.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really is. I'm curious, Diane, about your podcast, Weight Loss Nation. What pops into your head as the, the greatest thing you've learned just by having that podcast?
1: The, the greatest thing that I've learned is that so many people out there identify with food. It's such an enormous impact in their lives. Even people that don't have uh, any weight issues or, and may be healthy, uh, it's very important to them. So it's so important to realize that your body is a vessel and that your body is doing everything it can for each one of you. And it works overtime and crazy to keep you healthy and doing what, I, what it can. So once you realize how important that body is and how it's trying to take care of you 100% every day, even when you are, you know, putting bad food and unhealthy food into it, it made me realize how lucky I was uh, that I had this body that just works autonomously and wants to keep me going. 24 hours a day. And I now I've grown a great respect for my body by doing this show. And I try very hard now to treat it right because of what it does for me in return.
0: Right, right. Well, you know, a lot of our Mindful Tribe listeners like to have a glass of wine or a beer or something like that. We haven't talked about how this plays a role in your in your diet, do you, and I shouldn't call it a diet, but in your lifestyle choices of food and drink, how has, how does alcohol play into this?
1: Uh, and it's really funny because one of our other mentors, and I specifically sought her out because she, Amanda uh, Dowdy has a uh, Bia podcast. Okay. Uh, yeah. The great uh, Bia adventure. And I specifically spoke with her because of alcohol mm-hmm. and want her to help out on how that, you know, plays in living a healthy lifestyle. And she uh, went through her life uh, battling uh, food issues with anemia and bulimia. Oh. So for her uh, to be on board and help out was very, very important because, you know, a lot of people uh, like to drink wine or mm-hmm. beer and want to continue to do it, but want to do it in a healthy way. So I- I'm not a, um avid alcohol drinker, but mm-hmm. uh, every once in a while, I mean, maybe every month and a quarter or a month and a half, I might have, you know, a glass or two of wine. Sure. And uh, and I do it. I I definitely have done it in the past three months. So I just know that I'm just going to have that one glass and I savor it, like you said, and I use my senses to enjoy it. And then I feel comfortable and satisfied. So you can certainly uh, still uh, indulge in alcohol, but you do need to make changes because you can't have it every day because of the, the calories and then how it affects your body. I mean, alcohol is poison. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, it is not really the healthiest thing in right. your body, but um, you definitely can. You just have to make changes. You know, may have to use light beer, uh, you know, change the, if you have a mixed drink, you know, instead of having rum and coke, you know, you might need to change it to, you know, a diet coke to start. And then make changes later on because the um, artificial sugars and sweeteners aren't healthy either. So you just got to start somewhere. You make a change and you take it slow and you certainly can incorporate it into your lifestyle. You just have to uh, in everything. It's like in moderation, right? Everything is about in moderation. So it definitely can be done.
0: Right. Yeah, for sure. Diane, you know that I've worked in bullying prevention and a lot of times we bully ourselves, but you know, with this whole weight loss issue, sometimes we get bullied because of our weight or because of, you know, different reasons. Do you have a story about bullying where mindfulness really would have made a difference?
1: You know, as a a child, when I was in uh, late grade school, so I went to Catholic school, so I, um, I always mix up with the what middle school is and that because I went through school through eighth grade and then high school nine to twelve. But I would say around that middle school time, yeah. uh, you know, where I was heavy. I mean, I wasn't um, extremely obese, but still overweight. Mm. And even as popular as I was and very active in sports and clubs and activities, there would still be people um, that would say things that were hurtful and, and bullying. And, you know, I, I wish I was mindful and would have been able to felt better about myself and my body if I would have known that how important my body was, and that it didn't matter. I was who I was in my heart, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it didn't matter. You know what my outside appearance was. That I could have you know told that person, you know, hey, you want a, a laugh about my weight? Go ahead. It doesn't affect who I am as a person. You know, so I wish I would have had that mindfulness to understand that concept instead of as soon as someone is bullying you and saying something mean to you, especially when it's it's very, um, y- you know, you don't have that good self-esteem. You feel bad as soon as someone brings it up and you, you go right there instead of being stronger and being able to say, go ahead. You want to laugh at my weight? Go ahead. Who cares? That's not who I am as a person. That's what I wish kids and and teenagers would be able to do now is just say just look right at them and say go ahead you want to laugh about my weight who cares that's not who I am as a person that's the best thing you could do is just look right at them and and uh, go back at them in that way because then they have nothing to argue with because if it didn't affect you it's all about reaction if you if you don't react to what they're saying then they're gonna leave because it didn't give them any kind of hype or anything that they wanted that they could be in control of you. Yeah, it really is
0: all about reaction. Yeah, Yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, that's that's really great, valuable advice to share with Mindful Tribe. Really, really be careful about how we react to things. Diane, my next questions are part of the multi-mode round. Just short 30-second answers are perfect. And I mean, you are so mindful about food and eating and in so many aspects of your life. But who is one person who really has influenced your mindfulness practice? Mm
1: In regards to weight loss? Yes. Well, right now, um, it has been J.J. Flizanes because she was huge in helping me understand uh, what food was and what it is doing inside my body. Actually, what food does in your body and the mechanics of it.
0: So, how has mindfulness, and I, I'm talking about the mindfulness of food, affected your emotions?
1: Oh, it, Big time because now uh, if I have an emotions of frustration Mm -hmm. or anxiety, I do not have to reach for food, which was my biggest challenge, Bruce, because I just sit for a moment and try to think of why am I feeling this way? What is making me feel this way? I just take that moment and stay in that moment. And then once I realize uh, I have a, a deadline that was coming too soon and I didn't prepare or whatever the reason is, I don't have to reach for food. Just take a moment, stay in the moment, try to realize what it is, and then see if I can solve that problem.
0: All right. Tell us how breathing is part of your mindfulness practice.
1: I have to be better on that, Bruce. Mm -hmm. uh, From when you told me uh, about that and also learning uh, from my team on Weight Loss Nation, Uh, I have to get better. I I am good about taking in a deep breath and letting it out, but I'm not good in using my diaphragm and ways they really want me to get inner breathing. Mm -hmm. But if I am frustrated or I have anxiety, if that's one of the things I'll do is if I could just sit for a second and take Mm -hmm. a deep breath and hold it for one or two seconds and then let it out slowly, it's amazing how that feeling dissipates and it gets much lower and able to work with it at that point.
0: Right. It is amazing. If you could recommend a book that has helped you with this, what would that be?
1: Well, I would have to say uh, one of the books uh, that I've read recently uh, from one of my guests is uh, Plant-Based Diets for Maximum Food and Energy. And that was by Susanna McGee. Uh, she was a great guest and her knowledge about plants and the nutritional value and the protein in them as, was an amazing impact on how it helped me really, really uh, understand plants and how important they are for nutrition and minerals in our diets and our lifestyle.
0: Can you share an app which has helped you with this?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I have a ton of apps that I use now <laughs> on my uh, iPhone. Um, one of the ones I, I really, really like is uh, keeping track, mm-hmm. you know, of um, what I'm eating. And that's my... my It's called my diet diary. So I use that for um, writing down what I've been eating and, you know, things that I might feel and things like that. So I like that app.
0: Great. And so what advice would you give someone who's listening to this and they've been struggling with weight loss, you know, for years and maybe they haven't really figured out what mindfulness is that much? What would you say to them to kind of get started on this journey?
1: The first thing they have to do is is admit that they're having an issue and they don't know what to do about it. it. You have to admit you have some kind of issue. Once you admit it, then you are open to looking for a solution and you're open for help. So that's the first thing. So once you've done that, like I did, uh, then you can look out there and I would say find someone else who's in the same situation as you, who has the same like-mindedness, who needs to do the same thing. So it's whether you join a Facebook group or you go online and participate in a program like Weight Loss Nation or other types of programs, find someone else who can be your buddy and can help each of you be accountable on your journey to try to find what you need to make you mindful and help you start reaching your goals by solving the root of your issues.
0: Wow. So, Diane, how can Mindful Tribe contact you, learn more about what you're doing?
1: Uh, they could go right on to our website, uh, which is www.TheWeightLossNation.com. Um, they could look about all the program we have on there. They can contact me, ask questions. They could click the speak pipe and just start talking if they want, things like that. Send me an email, and they can send that to support at com.
0: Perfect. Well, Diane, I really value what you've done, how you've shared with us all, you know, what you've done. Man, this is really, really valuable. And I've learned a lot today. So I just want to thank you so much for sharing all of this information with our listeners. It's been great.
1: Oh, Bruce, you know, it's important to me because uh, being accountable and out there and trying to help other people, it pushes me to do a better job. So... I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to help anyone out there in Mindful Tribe. If they need help with this, just send me an email or contact me, and I'll be happy to help.
0: That's super. Well, you have a great rest of your day, Diane. Thanks
1: again. You got it, Bruce. Okay, bye now. Bye-bye.